Hello and welcome to the rankings, a podcast that answers the age-old question, who are the best and worst fictional parents? I'm Danny Weiser, with me is my co-host and the red foreman to my Bob Belcher. It's Ty McGowan. Ty, what's up, dude? Great. Great pool. Great yeah, pool. Thought you'd like I love that. I thought you'd like that one. I love Red. We talked about that 70s show like last week. So. I love Red. Red's a, Red's a great dad, but did not make my list because he's too yeah. much of a 70s great dad. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Even the best 70s dad is still like only sort of there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I get it. Um, we've, uh, I feel like we talk about parents a lot on this show. Uh, every time we talk about movies and stuff, we bring up fictional parents. Yeah. And so we, uh, we have kind of, kind of te- I don't know if tease is the right word. We've sort of mentioned that we should probably do this episode a whole lot yeah uh, on this show uh and so we've also talked a lot about bad <laughs> fictional parents not just best ones so we figure it's probably not as fun just to talk about our favorites it's going to be just as fun to talk about our least favorite so it's we're splitting up the format a little bit we're doing top five best top five worst no honorable mentions theme this week mostly because we kind of just couldn't come up with the idea for an honorable mentions theme also it was so much easier to think of like i could have made a top 10 of bad parents yeah see i actually had an easier time coming up with best parents because when i was coming up with worst parents i was all like the murderers and like actual criminals (laughs) and i was like that's not fun to talk about i don't want to talk about like the actual genuinely like evil people yeah but i mean it's i I don't know maybe it's i watch different movies than you do i do watch more sad boy movies you do so i experience more bad parents than good parents yeah that's certainly true you definitely you like seek out the like twisted stuff a little bit more than i do so um before we get to it though i i think now is a good time as any to make the official announcement we did announce it on the discord earlier today let's announce it to the wider audience for it starting after the new year our good friend ellen beck our best friend ellen beck is gonna permanently join us on the rank king she's going to be a permanent co-host of the rank king. we're making her a king she's a king she's a king she's and i don't elevated to the look of king. and i don't care all you right wing people <laughs> look we're we'll be the first podcast to do it but we're anointing a female king and y'all can just deal with it ellen wants to be a king so she's a king yeah. dang it and you can't take that away from and her. cam her husband is going to be the queen yeah, or he can also be a king. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It does not matter. But I feel um, I feel it. We're we're breaking a glass ceiling here. We've got to be the first podcast to ever anoint a female as a king. Probably, but I'm not going to look it up to prove otherwise. So we're sure, feminists. We're feminists here. Deal with it. <laughs> the two men here are the ones that should really be awarded. Suck it, Greg Abbott. <laughs> um we have been we've been talking for we've like we love ellen and we did we should watch a movie for the longest time i can't do two podcasts at one time i don't have it in me i don't have the mental or emotional bandwidth to do danny if you stop playing Baldur's gate you would i just i don't i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to you can't make me and i don't want to um and so we we've been trying to figure something out and so we we came up with a plan that i'm super super excited about ellen's gonna be on every week either she's gonna be a judge most of the time um there's a few reasons for that having to book a guest judge is kind of a pain every week honestly we're at the point where i feel like a lot of our friends who are on super often are just like yeah fine i'll do rankings sure for the 300th time i don't feel they're probably not actually that way but that's just kind of how we feel about it at this point so a less of a strain on some of our friends um but she's not going to be the judge every week we got we did get feedback that some of you guys like the the different judges so sometimes she's going to be the guest judge sometimes she's going to be a third ranker where we're going to have three lists with it but still have a guest judge sometimes she's going to fill in for either me or ty so we can either take a week off because we could use a break or if we have something going on that week we can still have a re- episode without having to scramble or like a record crazy ahead of time it's going to help this summer when ty 
is off at camp. We're not going to have like a super stressful. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to have a super stressful summer trying to like. Yeah, really. Entire summer what I'm hearing time. is this just relieves you of a lot of responsibility while I still retain all of my responsibilities. Well, to be fair, most of my responsibilities is because you are being relieved of your responsibilities. So, but like even during kind of even even when I'm here, all of your responsibilities of the like four minutes of sort of editing you do every week is that what we're talking about? I edit the hell out of this podcast. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, sure thing. Sure thing, pal. Do you remember Ellen's voicemail last week? Yeah, I put it in there. I just forgot to unmute it. Uh, but yeah, all, all that's to say, uh, starting first of the year, Ellen's going to be full-time co-host on the rankings. I'm super excited about it. Also, if you haven't jumped into the Patreon yet, that's changing a little bit too. If you miss, we should watch a movie. If you loved that show, um, the Patreon is going to be two episodes of what's we'll a month just for patrons. We're, We're finally going to get Danny kind of to watch Citizen Kane. Oh, they're going to make me watch all these crappy movies that I just don't want to watch. That's kind of that's the whole point of the show is make Danny watch stupid movies. So uh, they're going to make me watch movies. Our patrons are going to pick movies that they've been like holding over my head, threatening to make me watch. So they're all really excited to torture me with that. Uh, I'm sure it'll be great for them and not me. Please, everyone vote for Citizen Kane as the first movie. My God, I'm. So he has the DVD. He has been sent the DVD almost yeah. two years ago. Uh, he needs to watch it. Maybe someday. <laughs> Perhaps someday. Um, but now that's out of the way. Housekeeping's out of the way. Everybody's all excited. Tell Ellen you love her and that you're excited that she's joining the show. I'm so excited. Um, let's uh, let's get into the episode. Ty, your list A. Let's start with Worst. Uh, your f- number five on on your worst. Okay, um, number five on my worst. This might be cheating, but whatever. It's every parent in South Park. Yeah, it's just the, like every every single parent, especially Butterstotch's parents. But like every single parent in South Park is just the worst. Yeah, they're n- they're not good. Um. <laughs> My number five worst parents, uh, it's Ted and Karen Wheeler from Stranger Things. Um, okay. It's Mike's Mike's yeah. parents. From Sh- yeah. They're clueless. The, the, they're clueless. Their child, both of their children are constantly just off literally in another dimension. It's the 80s, man. Fighting, fighting literal monsters, and they never have any idea what's going on. It's the 80s, bro. They never bro. have any clue because the mom is too busy at the pool flirting with high school boys to have any idea what's going on with her literal children. Danny, it was, just, a, it was a different time. It was a different that time. Make them go- <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. They're just bad parents. <laughs> It's one thing like, oh, my son's like rode his bike to his friend's house. It's another thing like my son's been gone for a month in another dimension fighting literal demon monsters. And I have no clue what's happening. It's just things that happen in Hawkins, man. You know, it's just normal everyday life. Yeah, just everyday life. (laughs) Uh, My number four is Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, So prime example frank reynolds being the worst parent of all time he buys his ch- children's favorite gift that they want for christmas and then gives it to himself and nice. taunts it in front of them along with a lot of other stuff that goes on in that show but yes frank reynolds played by danny devito the worst one of the the wor- one of the worst parents in screen history uh, my number four is Darth Vader for, for obvious hey, reasons. Hey, he redeems himself. He does redeem. That's why he's lower on my list. But also he does uh, have his daughter kidnapped. Oh, he abandons his children as they're, as they're being born. Yeah. He abandons them. Doesn't know uh, that that's his daughter, though. Well, does he? He doesn't. Are we sure? That he, he doesn't. Are we sure that he doesn't? Yeah. We're, are we like positive yeah. that he doesn't know? We're 100% positive that he doesn't oh, know. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> She's kidnapped, blows up her home planet, uh, cuts off his son's arm, hand at one point, 
Okay, so sorry. Is that what we're doing? We're just being pedantic at this point. You know who uh, you're making a podcast with. They're <laughs> fighting like they get in a literal laser sword fight. Basically, like, uh, they, like they're definitely fighting to kill. At one point, he does redeem himself. It is lower on my list for a reason. He's very clearly not a good dad. Yeah, he didn't make my list because he brings balance to the force. He redeems the prophecy. That doesn't make him a good dad. I mean, nothing to do you with know, fatherhood. for the universe, you know, he does redeem He's himself. He's not the universe's dad. He's still a crappy dad to Luke and Leia. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm I'm a I'm an Anakin Darth Vader apologist. I don't I don't know if that's controversial or not, but it should be. Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah, it should be. It's a bad opinion. <laughs> Okay, my number three, Kate and Peter McAllister from Home Alone. They leave their kid at home twice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but, like, I get, like, oh, it's a big family. They were doing a head count. That that doesn't happen. I'm yeah. from a big family. The head ca- you you know when someone's not there. Yeah. And... Every instance before they leave in the first and second movie, they're just a holes to Kevin. Yeah. To be fair, though, if your child was a murderous sociopath, wouldn't you maybe like leave him behind sometimes? They didn't know that. They just thought he was a little whiny beehole. They probably had an inkling that Danny. No, no, this. No, Danny. This was the catalyst. This is not like. They didn't know. They didn't know he was a killer they, until they this had to happened. have known what was lurking underneath. They didn't you know? know. They had to. They didn't know. They if probably they kn- saw Danny, him like Danny. Honestly, if they knew, do you think they'd be that mean to him? They had to no. have seen him like ripping the heads off of no. like, stuffed animals as a kid or no. something. No, no, like, this gets crazy. They would not be that mean to him to start with. Because if they knew, they'd be like, let's play it safe, right? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I maybe mean, they're just dumb. Yeah. No, they're they're dumb. They're bad parents. They left their child at home while they went to France, right? France first and then Miami. So I'm like, man, how crazy, how crazy rich do you have to be? to take that many kids on a french vacation just have a just have christmas at your house you psychopaths so many kids you how stressful would it be to take that many kids overseas yeah be the worst man terrible no way you're having fun on that vacation no parents are not having any fun on that vacation no shot except for that one Uh, uncle that steals everything yeah he's having a great time uh my number three is zeus the Greek mm. god Zeus. Well, His terrible da- parents. Wait, I'm sorry, but we this was fictional parents, right? Are we doing this? <laughs> this is what we're doing. I mean, I so now, so now the what? Uh, just on the history of the rankings, you believe that Sasquatch is real, Finland is not, but Zeus is real. I mean, I still sacrifice a goat to the gods every Friday. That's on you, dude. <laughs> No one's asking you to do that. Can you explain thunder any other way? I, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> Boom. Just won the argument. <laughs> you didn't win an argument. I'm just dumb. Can't explain thunder. It's Zeus. Other people, smart people, can explain thunder. I'm just stupid. <laughs> um, terrible parent. One, it constantly cheating on, on his wife. Doesn't consistently permanently hold on, hold on, hold has on. Has nothing hold to on. do with parentage. Hold on, I'm getting there. Constantly cheating on his wife with like random human women and animals. They're having children. Don't forget animals. He and animals. Yeah. Which yeah, because he sucks. They're having children that he pretends doesn't exist. Yeah. They're technically his kids that he ignores and pretends doesn't exist, which makes him a terrible parent. He does have godly children that he also kind of pretends doesn't exist. He, he sort of well, just ignores them as much as possible. He's got a lot on his Except plate, for, Danny. He, does he, though? He's ruling the world. He like he has a lot on his plate. He's like, king tricking. of the skies. He has so much on his plate, like rape. <laughs> like That's pretty much like most of what's on his plate, if we're being honest. Zeus is the worst. Uh, there is an instance of Hephaestus, his son... Uh, getting in the middle of a fight between Zeus and Hera and taking Hera's side and Zeus 
casting him onto the earth and banishing him into one specific island with a volcano on it. So that those are the type of things well, he does to his actual godly children. How else do you explain volcanoes? I mean, it, that's not how volcanoes were invented. I'm pretty he just sure. happened to send him on an island with a volcano. Well, he needed a forge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why the whole volcano thing. But yeah, uh, he's just bad. Bad parent. Bad dude. Bad parent. Bad god. Bad person. <laughs> he literally turned. He wanted to have sex with a mortal woman so badly that he turned into rain and rained on her and impregnated her. That's how he had sex with her. I think we need. I think we rain. need a, an asterisk there. We don't know if Zeus is real or not. We're pretty sure this, this is a real. We don't know. Like, I'm I'm pretty confident in my ability to say that Zeus is not real. I don't know who's right, man. <laughs> okay, we're doing that now. <laughs> Still think that Finland's not real, but Zeus Finland maybe. is for Who sure. Knows? There's so much evidence that Finland isn't real. This is the worst podcast in the world. It's not as bad as our Girl Scout cookies. Um. Okay, number two, <laughs> number two is Nick Parker and Elizabeth James from The Parent Trap. Yeah, how, like how in God's name do you decide we're gonna get divorced? I'm gonna take one twin, you take the other twin, and they're never gonna meet. Yeah, terrible. Like that's their game plan. It's like I'm never gonna have my daughter meet her sister. That is insane. That's like. This is a very happy-go-lucky movie. That is... It's messed up. That's the beginning of a serial killer movie. Yeah. That easily... The Parent Trap easily could have turned into two serial killers find out that they're siblings. Yeah, with parents like that. Yeah. It's a, what, a, what a sketchy, terrible idea. Yeah. You know what? Hmm. Those One of those twins would have been a great match with Kevin McAllister. Mm, the American one? Uh, either either one they're yeah. both evil yeah that's true that's god that's a match made in hell one of those i think we just thought of a really good Kelster. movie franchise all right tm 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 <laughs> trademark of the rankings we got to call shane um my number two is vernon and petunia dursley mm. harry potter let's so even... parents of dudley I was about to say, let's even ignore the abuse of Harry. You have to ignore you. Just, you have to ignore all of Harry because he's—they're not his parents. And let's just talk about how they treat Dudley. They treat him like the a king. Way, the way that they like overly spoil that kid. There's—they're not preparing him for the real world. They don't discipline him in literally any way. They let him get away with anything that he wants to. They let him act any way that he wants to. So he just treats literally everyone so terribly. He's not used well, to being told no. It is That's England. how you raise Republicans, Ty. It is England. Like you don't t you don't tell kids no. They grow up to like not be able to take no for an answer. It is it is England. So like from what we've heard from our good friend Dirk, all they do is like eat crumpets and and watch soccer football dirk's excuse me that. dirk's never he said, said that, that to me personally pretty, i believe he didn't he didn't i don't think he said that at all <laughs> you're just making all that up but on top of that we like i do have a i do have a couple picks on my list that are like father figures that are not like biological parents so even or like parental figures so, so do so i we, yeah so then we take harry into a bet because no. they are harry's guardians so the way they treat harry is literal abuse I, they're, they're actually emotionally abusing. I think it's uh, I, so. I get what you're saying. I I think it's different. I think if if you're a guardian and you just choose not, they're choosing not to be a parent. Where on yeah. our best five, they're choosing to be a parent. So I feel like yeah. it's reversed on the bad side. So I think they are. I agree. They are a bad parent to Dudley, but yeah. I hope when you read the list that you explain that to the guest uh, if they asked i think you should explain that when you read the list i no i don't think i'm breaking the rule i think parental figure counts they are I, his guardians i see but like we're talking about we said parents we didn't say parental figures i think if they choose not to be parents they shouldn't be counted as parents 
They're, that's an arbitrary rule that you just made up without like we. But no, but like about. it makes sense. They're they're very clearly choosing not to be parents. They're they're choosing just to be his like masters. They're not choosing to be his parents. Yeah, no, I guess so. That's why I, I did. Like- that's why I didn't put um the Matilda people on here. The Matilda parents from Matilda because they're choosing yeah. not to be parents. That's fine. I could not have known that. Uh. Matt. Without, without you telling me that before this there's no way for me to have well you, you can explain it to the judge when we get to that part um okay sure i think you should i think you should because you just did say let's look at it from only the dudley perspective that's sure that's fine um but i'm assuming my number one is your number one the worst oh, be. parent in tv movie mm-hmm. book audiobook podcast story uh real life even just ever the worst mm-hmm. parent and dad you can deal with it i don't care if you pull your old man hill this is a millennial thing grandpa joe from Willy wonka yeah. and the chocolate factory yep. Yep. is the worst parent yep. in tv movie history yep. he sits there because for for anyone who doesn't know grandpa joe is the mom's dad Mm-hmm. so it's not mm-hmm. like they're the other grandparents were like the husband's out of the picture he's dead and they're just chilling there his daughter is just doing back-breaking labor work yep. he's sitting in bed complaining about the food mm-hmm. that shut up joe shut up joe and then all of a sudden Oh, little ch- grandson Charlie gets a golden ticket, and Grandpa yep. Joe can suddenly walk and dance around. Get a job, Joe. That like, and I'm not even going like. Get a job, you bum. I'm not even going worse, Grandpa. Just like, worst no one parent. thinks about like that's worst his daughter person. there who literally is cooking cabbage stew because they can't He'll afford anything hole, else. Joe, and then boom, he can walk. Hate him the worst i hate him and God, then him. and then if we want to go into the grandpa thing constantly almost gets charlie kicked out Just follow our rule joe you're supposed to be an example joe do you have any oh let's just let's just sneak off and drink this stuff that this very dangerous man in this very dangerous place specifically said not to and it almost kills you joe you idiot why is the child the one that's like the grounded one here? Yeah. Do you have Don't anything? Die in a hole, Joe. Do you have anything else to say on Grandpa Joe? There. What else is to say except die in a hole, Joe? Just sitting there in a bed. Rotten hell, Joe. He could have. He could have nope. got a job. He could have been a Walmart greeter. I can't tell you how many yeah, times I've seen an anything. old person be a Walmart greeter. Yeah, it's a perfect job for them. They get to sit down and just wave hi at people. It's a great job for old people. They could have bought more than cabbage with that paycheck. Lay in bed all day and complain. Then the golden ticket shows up and oh, look, you're up all all around. You're walking through the freaking factory like it's nothing. Yeah. Hey, hey, mom, I know you've been working really hard. You've been slaving away. You're not going to go to this once-in-a-lifetime factory where no one stepped foot in with your son. I'm going to go. Joe's going. Joe who lays in bed in his pajamas all day because he's too lazy and tired and hurt to walk. Now, all of a sudden, now he's got something cool to see. Now he's got the energy of a freaking 20-year-old. He's an a-hole. I hate Joe. He's the worst. Go die in a hole, Joe. And my dad, my dad doesn't understand. He's like the millennial There's hatred no for Grandpa Joe. There's no way, Robbie. He, There's no way you don't get why Joe sucks. He so doesn't much. get it. He doesn't get why you hate Forrest Gump either. Oh, that's a whole other. <laughs> that's all other thing. Honestly, you, you could have put right now. Forrest Gump's mom on here. I, yeah, I mean, I probably could have. Probably could have. But all right, all right. We got to move on to best parents. We got to think of my blood pressure. You go first. Uh, okay. My number five, not a good show, uh, but a great parent. It's Bert Hummel from Glee. Ugh. This is Kurt's dad. Are you ugging at the show? Yeah, the Glee's dad? the worst, dude. Glee's just it's the bad worst. show. It's a bad show. He's undoubtedly an excellent dad. 
single father um, in a town in Ohio raising uh, an openly gay son, which is something that he's not familiar with at all. And he does a really pretty excellent job of navigating that, which is a territory that he's incredibly, he doesn't know anything about show tunes. He doesn't know anything about what, about how to raise a gay son, but he's open and he's honest and he's accepting and he's loving. Uh, and that's all you could really ask for. And it was a really good example uh, to, to Midwest dads of gay kids. I assume, cause I, you didn't really see that on TV. So shout out bird Hummel. God, I hate that show so much. Um, that show great dad. Uh, my number five, Uncle Phil and Aunt Vivian, Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel-Air. You watch that episode where Will's dad comes into town, you're going to cry every time. Yeah. Why didn't he want me, man? Yep. Yeah. You're going to cry every single time. I cry every single time. Uncle mm-hmm. Phil is undoubtedly one of the greatest dads in TV history. Yeah. He's, he's the... I have one more TV dad, but he's undoubtedly one of the best. Number two all time. He's up there. Yeah. He's up there. Really good. Um, My number four is May Parker. Aunt May from Spider-Man. Nice. Which, which one? Uh, I mean, I guess any of them. Got to choose, I, I, got I choose really... one. Uh, do I have to? Yeah. They're they're all very different. I don't know. They're all great. They're they are let's, all great, but they're all very let's different. Let's go with the most re- let's go with Marissa Tomei, the most okay. recent one. From the Tom Holland one. I just so I have a soft spot for, for single parents, um, in the uh, real world and also in fiction especially, but just uh taking in a, a kid that's not yours, <laughs> like taking in her her nephew, uh is I like heroic nothing short of heroic but also eventually helping raise him by herself is uh, incredible and she is dealing with someone who's not only like going through puberty but is also turning into a literal superhero yeah it's like got to be the most difficult thing in the entire world uh and so the way that she handles that with such grace and kindness is so impressive so it may rules yeah that's a good one um, my number four is Marmy and Mr. March from Little Women 2019. Bob Odenkirk. Oh, are you kidding me? Bob Odenkirk in this, for the five minutes that he's on film, <laughs> he is one of the greatest dads in film history. <laughs> he shows up on screen about halfway through the movie, and I'm in the theater, and I went, oh my god, is that Bob Odenkirk? <laughs> like, everyone thought that. Um, but Marmy, oh my god. Yeah. One of the best moms Return. ever. I mean, just raises... The best children in the world. Um, she just instills creativity and looks out for everyone around her. And she just believes in her kids so much. And Mr. March, like every dad should, just supports without yeah. question, no matter what. Yeah. Laura Dern, the greatest. Yeah. Um, my number three is Alan and Amy Matthews from Boy Meets World. Nice. This is a pander. Um, this is a pander pick. Their kids are kind of turds. Such a pander um, pick. Their kids are turds, but they do a really great job of dealing with lots of. Don't ignore my comment. Issues. Don't ignore my comment. This is such is a pander. A pa- yes. Ty- or Brian only cares about Topanga. Oh my god, Brian has talked about Boy Meets World so much. This is such a pander pick. Okay, whatever. Um. Alan and Amy Matthews are great parents. The way that they deal with their kind of turd of a kids uh, and the honestly ridiculous number of issues that they bring to them. They're uh, Corey's annoying best friend. Corey's honestly kind of Whoa. annoying girlfriend through most of the okay. show. Corey's annoying best friend. Stop. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think you ever watch Boys Meets World. He's the like show up at your house unannounced with his feet on your coffee table type best friend for like a lot. I don't think you've ever watched boy meets world. I've also watched a lot of boy meets world. Um, Alan and Amy are great though. You're just bashing. You're bashing boy meets world. I don't like it. I'm not. I like boy meets world a lot. I'm talking about how great Alan and Amy Matthews are. Uh, my number three is Molly and Arthur Weasley from Harry Potter. I mean, come on. 
there there's literally nothing wrong with them they've never done anything wrong they accept harry without question they are raising six kids right too many kids yeah six kids on a very low budget which i still don't understand how poverty exists in the wizarding world but it does and uh they're raising them in the like honestly this whole franchise every parent sucks except for the weasleys yeah like really like i don't think there's a good parent other than the weasleys yeah maybe the grangers but we only get like a paragraph of them yeah they're muggles too though yeah they don't count different i guess freaking muggles um yeah we're an anti-muggle podcast. Sorry if that upsets everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Molly and Arthur, I mean, they're just, they're very traditional great parents. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention how easily they accept Harry. Yeah. Which it's yeah. probably easy when you have six kids, like what's a seventh? You know what I mean? But the I don't, way they essentially I don't think, Harry is pretty I don't good. think that's how that works. What's, what's I don't, one, you know, I don't, you know what? I'm not a parent, but I'm very confident. Ah, that's not how that works. What's one more? <laughs> what's one more? It's been, you don't even notice them at that point. Um, my number two, it's another one. I, it, you may not like this. If we had an issue with Vernon and Petunia, you may not like this one. Cause it's another, that's like not actually a parent. I don't, again, um, I don't care about it on this side of it. If they accept okay. The parentage, then I don't care. Gotcha. Oh, I'm going with Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. He accepts uh, being a parent. Yeah. I mean, it, Zuko has a dad, but his dad is a dirtbag. Yeah. Um, and so the way that the like paternal energy that we get from, from Uncle uh, Iroh, the way that he treats Zuko, the like nurturing, the way that he teaches him, the like role model that he is for Zuko throughout the entirety of the show, the way that he is like pretty open about the terrible things that he's done in his past and how he's been able to overcome those. And now he's like kind and caring and wise and willing to share that wisdom um is so impressive he's one of the best characters of all time so uncle ira one of my favorite fictional parents have you seen the 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 videos and the and the um shots of all the live action avatar no not yet i'm oh. trying to kind of avoid them because i'm re- i've heard they're really good it looks awesome yeah i'm I'm trying to just i'm doing the same thing i did with the percy jackson stuff where i'm trying to avoid as many like trailers and sneak peeks and stuff as I can. Um, okay. My number two, <clears throat> excuse me. It's the Tooch dill yeah. and Rosemary Pendergast in easy. A. I mean, yeah. the two to- it's the Tooch. Like you, the tooch. it's the Tooch, man. Like you can't, nobody does it like the, tooch. nobody does it like the Tooch. And obviously Patricia Clarkson, very, very good second to the Tooch. But I mean, these parents are like every, like you want all of your favorite characters to have these parents. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. Also the funniest fictional parents. Very funny. Very funny fictional parents, but like they're funny in almost like an embarrassing way. Yeah. Which is is the best kind. Yeah. Yeah. Great choice. Um, My number one, I think our number ones are from the same show but different parents. I'm going with Corinna Williams smashes mom from Friday night lights. Okay. Well, I'm going with Eric and Tammy Taylor from Friday night. Lights. Knew that was coming. Both, both correct picks. I think, I don't think either is a bad pick at all. I I'm in the middle of a Friday night lights rewatch. I just finished season four. I'm starting season five, probably right after we finish this episode. Honestly, Um, Corinna is the strongest mother i've maybe ever seen in, in or at least that i can come up with on the top of my head in all of fiction like she smashes not an easy person to parent <laughs> like he is so like yes he's like he is respectful of his mom to a degree like he does kind of pop off every now and then but he's still the smash like he's still arrogant and 
boisterous and like he's pretty full of himself even at home sometimes the way that she is just so firm but loving uh with all of her kids and while doing it as like a single mom uh as a as a widow uh is just so incredibly impressive like she she is firm she's not willing to take any nonsense she consistently is turning down these recruiters who are offering her money and is like offering her jobs and offering the her kid all of these things and she's doing everything she can to make sure that her and her son stay on the straight and narrow and always do the right thing in like a situation where they could really use a hand they could use a little extra money they could use that nicer house she could use a better job and she's not having it she'll take the extra she'll work extra shifts she'll take a second job doesn't matter she's gonna do whatever it takes to make sure that like her son gets an education um doesn't care about him making all this money she just wants him to get an education wants him to live a good life it's so impressive i i agree with you on everything you just said here is why eric and tammy taylor are better in that show like i said when we go best five it does not matter to me if they're not their biological parent eric okay, I think and you've just made some kind of arbitrary no rules no what did i say like, when we were doing our worst five what did i say please yeah, no rewind the, it you I want arbitrary you're rules. editing this episode no, yeah you did i want you to rewind this and yeah, go back no, to i it. know you did say that it was just kind of it was arbitrary then it just kind of is now well this arbitrary rule you agreed with anyway so you were on the other side of this argument, so it doesn't even matter. But Eric and Tammy Taylor are a parent not only They're to great. their kids, who are they they are great parents to their kids. Mm-hmm. Eric Taylor, just like every great football coach, is a parent to every single one of his players. He is a parent to Matt Saracen. He is a parent to Tim Riggins. At times he is a better parent to Jason Street than Jason Street's parents. Same at all times. Yeah. Same with with Tammy and um, that girl, uh, Turbo. She had a really stupid nickname. Remember in season four, um, Becky. No, no, in uh, East Dillon at East Dillon. Um, Becky. It's not Becky. It's uh, she's got this terrible nickname. Um. I don't know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. She's she's like one of the worst kids in the school. And she doesn't follow anything else. Oh, I think you mean season five. Season five, yeah. Because I'm not there yet. But you've seen season five. It's just, yeah, it's been a long yeah. time though. I don't remember. Um, But they, they adopt all of the kids around them. And they are parent figures yeah. to all of the kids around them. And Eric Taylor, like I said, a great coach is a parent as much as he is a coach and he is a parent to everyone around him. Same with Tammy. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Love them. God, what a good show. What Such a, good a good show. show. It's crazy. That season four is the best season of that whole show. Oh, dude. Season I'm one's really that. good. Season, season one is great. so I, good. Season one's great. I think season four is a little better. But, might just be but season B. one has though. the greatest first episode in TV history. It's up there. It's, it's no, no, it's the greatest. I don't remember. It's not a discussion, Danny. Was. We had this. We literally yeah. did an episode on it. So we did have a discussion on it. Right. And I, I think I won that episode. I truly don't make sure I, that maybe I don't remember. You know, I don't remember anything. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me and Ty as we talk fictional parents. I feel like this is this is an episode that we've been talking about for a long time. I feel like we constantly are doing like a man, we need to do a fictional parents episode someday. I feel like we've been doing that for like years <laughs> at this point. So I figure now is finally the time to get it done. So uh hopefully you're you're having fun listening to stupid rants about Grandpa Joe and uh, and whether or not Zeus is real, so stupid. <laughs> this is so dumb. Uh, we're going to be joined in a second by Brian Gill, uh, who's on the show all the time. Brian from Spread the Floor and from Mad About Movies. Um, we uh, we talked about it earlier. I I want to repeat it here. Ellen's going to join us full time. I'm so excited. I, we love Ellen. You love Ellen. You've heard Ellen on the show a ton. We did wish we should watch a movie with her. 
I think she's so funny. I think we're funny together, the three of us. And so we're really excited to have her on the show permanently. I can't wait. Um, she'll be a judge most of the time. Um, kind of frees us up from having to book uh, a judge every single episode which is getting kind of tough we're kind of just like repeating the same judges and uh i think we're just kind of asking a lot of our friends honestly so uh that's gonna help a lot but not every week she's probably gonna be a judge for like two episodes a month i would guess and then we'll have guest judges on for the others we'll show uh, ellen will either join us as a third ranker or she'll like fill in for one of us if we have something else going on or need a week off if we have a lot going on or whatever we're, we're both getting kind of busy so uh really excited for that um also patreon's gonna look different we're doing two episodes we should watch a movie a month for patrons only i know a lot of people in our discord have been uh, asking us to bring we should watch a movie back it just wasn't gonna happen as a separate show i just don't have it in me it's a lot to deal with two separate shows not only the recording but also just like the social media stuff and the discord stuff and like just the brain power it's just a lot a lot to deal with but uh we're we're bringing it back for patrons only so if you miss we should watch a movie if you think the three of us are running together if you want to hear me suffer through movies that i don't want to have to watch uh join our patreon if you join for as little as five bucks a month uh you'll get access to those starting in january speaking of our patreon i want to give a shout out to Tanner McCandless, Steve McCaskill, Patty Houlihan, Kyle Binduho, Kevin Riley, Callie Hawksteller, Sam and Salvi, David Nato, Brandon Ulrich, Zach Rich, Ryan Yeager, Ron Jimenez, Ron Schweinsberger, Robin McGowan, Pat Lusk, and Meredith A.K.A. Juice. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Back to the show. We are back with this week's guest judge from Mad About Movies and Spread the Floor. It's Brian Gill. Brian, what's up? What's up? How are y'all? How are you, dude? So I'm good. fine. I'm alive. Um, yeah? Mavs are rolling. I like that. I always, I'm in a better mood. As you know, Danny's in are several you? text threads with me, and when the Mavs are not doing well, <laughs> I worry I, about you. It's dude. not fun. I, I understand. You just won a freaking World Series, okay? You can call. You think down. that would hold him over, dude? It did, <laughs> it not. did not. That it lasted not three ever. days. Yeah. Listen yeah. to some Creed and chill. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I was like, dude, the Mavs could lose every game this year. I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm not that. I'm not that guy. It's. Uh, Tobin and I joke all the time that we sacrificed our sports souls for the Mavs 2011 title, and we've we've paid for that several <laughs> times with the Rangers in the World Series and and uh, other teams that we really like uh, have not done well. So the, maybe the Rangers broke that curse, but um, I don't think they did. But based <laughs> on the last couple of weeks, I don't think they. Did. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, eventually, some. But the deal is like the the kind of proverbial like if you had ten championships to divide up amongst your teams, like. I mean, I gave one to the Rangers, so I'm good. Like, I, <laughs> Mavs is what I care about the most by by a long stretch. So, anyway, yeah. anyway. I'm so good for a while. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, good. So you're I'm, in a better place than me. Maybe it's all the meds. You know, I don't know. Maybe I need to yeah, go talk to you. Yeah, it might. Honestly, it might be. It just might be. <laughs> what if I just showed up in Sherman to your doctor and was like, "Hey." <laughs> I don't know. Can you just like pump me up? Give me what is. Whatever. The Give it Danny Danny seems happy. Um, just hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> they're like call. asking for symptoms. I'm like, I don't know. I just, you know, Whatever. just a general. I have what Danny has. <laughs> just put on my whole like worldview. Is that is that doable or? Honestly, we... I think if you're going to a doctor in Sherman, I think you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like that. Uh, it's like that doctor in season four of Friday Night Lights, where he's like, "Here's you say yes, yes, yeah. no, yes, yeah. yes, yes." That's all you got. It's the same deal. It's just that's how that every doctor Danny is. goes to the Sherman High School doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I'm in such great shape, dude? It's good. It's good. <laughs> Killing it over here. Um, Brian, we're talking fictional parents. Word on the street is you're a parent. So, uh, I don't know, man. At Looking, least until I, the lawsuit gets settled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. The paternity test. Uh, we, uh, we announced earlier, uh, Ellen is going to be, Ellen is joining us permanently on the show now. Oh, as nice. Like a, as a permanent co-host of the show, which, and most of the time she's going to be the judge. Okay. Um, and a lot of that is so with it, like we don't have to have to book a guest judge anymore. So gone are the days of me having to try to find a thread between the topic and our judge. And I'm nice. so ready for because it. Because nice. we know. And you'll finally have a good podcaster. Yeah. That'd be great. We yeah. know think, you hate yeah, coming on here. No, I <laughs> we, like We can see here. it. We can see I, it. I genuinely, I like talking <laughs> to both of you. <laughs> I, I, listen. <laughs> 
don't do that to me. No, no, I enjoy doing the show. I'm always happy to do it. Seriously, I'm well, not. That makes this one of us. A, so. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, honestly, this is now it's a competition between me and Danny on who Ellen can replace and then one of us leave permanently. <laughs> Where's like the the Boy. second that somebody like sends us an Instagram message be like Honestly, Ellen could replace Danny and I'd be fine. I'm out. Yeah. I'm so yeah. out. Well, yeah. our, until, you've been trying to pay me to do that yeah. for weeks and I, I'm just not, I'm not going to take just it. Just once, dude. Be cool. It's either that it's or. It's not that hard to make a burner account. Until Joe Rogan buys us. Because right. you've always said your right. dream is to pod with Joe Rogan on mm-hmm. some ayahuasca. Every week. We can't do it every week. We can't do it every week. We can't do it every week. I'm dying. I'm going to die. Um, Brian, you've been on the show 400 times. I say, let's just get into it. I'm going to read Sweet. these yeah. lists out labeled list A and list B. We're going to shut up. You get to talk about what you like, what you don't like, what you're maybe confused about. Uh, and then all you got to do is pick a winner. It does have to be one of our lists, unfortunately. <laughs> um, we did a little bit different format this week. No honorable mentions. Uh, we did top five worst and top five best instead of just top 10 this week. Just for funsies. But we'd switch stuff Sweet. up, you know. And we couldn't so, figure no f- out how to do an honorable mention. Yeah, couldn't really come up with a theme <laughs> for honorable mentions this time. So, uh, like most medium parents, didn't really fit. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. Interesting parents that are there, okay, parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's most of us. Um, we'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, if we're ready, if there's no further questions, comments, concerns, let's get into it. Um, list A, the worst list. Uh, number five is every parent in South Park. Number four is Frank Reynolds. Number three is Peyton, Kate and Peter McAllister. Number two is Nick Parker and Elizabeth James. And number one is Grandpa Joe. Uh, list B, the worst, is Ted and Karen Wheeler. Number four is Darth Vader. Number five or number three is Zeus from Greek mythology. Number two is Vernon and Petunia Dursley. And number one is Grandpa Joe. And we have a list debate a, on whether Zeus is fictional or not. So just a, a heads up. Yeah. On that. Yeah, we have a okay. debate on whether or not Zeus is fictional. We also have a debate on whether or not Vernon and Petunia Dursley count. No, they as count. Harry they count. Parents. No, no, no. We agreed that we both agreed they count. They're adoptive parents, if nothing else. Yeah. We we have we have a debate on if they count as Harry Potter's parents is what the ah, debate was. They okay. count as Dudley's. Obviously, they're they're bad sure. parents to Dudley. We have a debate right. on if they count as Harry Potter's. Okay. Yes. Uh, this is a both end scenario, in my opinion. But yes. yes. Okay. List A best Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv. Number four is Marmy and Mr. March from Little Women. Uh, number three is Molly and Arthur Weasley. Number two is Dylan Rosemary Pendergast. And number one is Eric and Tammy Taylor. Uh, list B best. Number five is Bert Hummel from Lee. Number four is Aunt May Parker. Number three is Alan and Amy Matthews. Number two is Uncle Iroh. And number one is Corinna Williams from Friday mm-hmm. Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Brian, you have the floor. Okay. Um, I did not do my own list, but I did have, I just kind of did a, like a basic, like here's some other parents that I think deserve a mention here. Uh, a couple bad ones and then some good ones. Partly I didn't do a list cause like between the two of you, I think there's probably maybe half of my list would have been contained on your list, you know? So it felt right. stupid to do my own, my own list just to talk, but hey, I, I will, I, I do want to mention a couple. It felt, it felt stupid to do my list too. <laughs> But I do have a couple that I will mention as like, hey, that's a big one for that you guys got. Bad ones. Um, Homer Simpson, terrible oh, yeah. parent. Yeah. Actually, I think you can learn a lot of consistently. So yeah, and like I actually think there are some pretty decent uh, morality lessons in The Simpsons. But strangling your kids is generally not great. And also, he doesn't seem to notice that uh, his kids have not aged in thirty plus years. <laughs> and I feel like. Just worrying. Well, like just being attentive is part of being a parent, you know. So he's he's a parent of the '90s. It's you know different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Ty has said time. that about every decade <laughs> on this episode, by the way. Different. <laughs> he's a parent of the '70s. This look, what look, happened. look. It was 2018, okay, and <laughs> things were different then. Um, <laughs> we didn't. Have, never mind. I'm gonna leave it there. Um, Probably smart. Another bad parent, Daniel Hillard from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. Not great, man. Like, you really gaslit your kids and your ex-wife with this whole, like, yeah, sure, you want to be around your kid. I understand. Um, there's other ways that we can go about that that don't involve dressing like a old British nanny, personally. <laughs> That's just me. Um, and You're also, of special that. note, bad parent, Ted freaking Mosby. Awful, awful oh, yeah. parent. Spends the entire nine years gaslighting his children and uh, and then... 
then basically like guilts them into him feeling better about going and marrying their aunt Rod. It's awful. He's an awful parent, awful person, an awful parent. Spoiler: um, when We do our worst fictional people of all time. <laughs> so bad, so bad. Um, some good parents that you guys did not mention: uh, Lawrence Fletcher and Linda Lin- Linda Flynn Fletcher from Phineas and Ferb. Uh, both good mm-hmm. parents in their own right. A little bit different parenting styles, but love that they're great. Ferb Phil Dunphy would win the Hunger Games. Yes, Stop. totally. Stop. I support this. Um, I like that list. Phil Dumphy from Modern Family. Great dad. Oh. There's some not great parents on Modern Family, but Phil Dumphy's awesome. Great dad. WTF. Great dad. Why the face? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Down the stretch of that show, I was like really kind of like, what if they just killed off all the other characters and it was just Phil it's and his just, kids? It's like, just Phil Dumphy. It's the and best part. Honestly, just Phil yeah. Dumphy and his son. Yeah, like, just spin it off yeah. and call it Phil's Osophy. That was always my <laughs> my bit. I felt like we could pull that off. Um, Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird, Ooh. all versions of that story. Great parent, one of the all-timers. Um, Brian Mills from the Taken franchise. Not a great daughter, but a great dad, right? Like After the th- second time, I might have said, hey, you're on your own from now on. Like You're going to have to... Figure out how to not get taken anymore, but not not Brian Mills. He's he's always gonna he's he is there to kill Serbians. You know, he's simply built different. He is. He got that dog in him, and you gotta respect it. You gotta respect you it. I don't. <laughs> you set me up for that one. Um, Mac and Bryn McGruff from Juno. Great oh, yeah. Yes. Great parents. That is such Especially a good call. Mac. Yeah. Great. Great ones. Uh, Marlon from Finding Nemo. Did his dead level best, man. Did his best. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's too nerdy of a dad. (laughs) I mean, who are you talking to, bud? Uh, I mean, come on. He's like, he's like germaphobe level nerdy dad. Like that's like just doing his best to take care of his kid. If you if you saw your wife get eaten by a barracuda right in front of you, you probably also would be protective, overly protective. If you could put a fish in a bubble boy costume, like that's what would have happened in real life. Okay. All right. I'll I think he's an he's a B plus dad at least. We'll go there. Uh Juan and Paula from Moonlight. I don't know if you oh, did you guys see Moonlight? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long time. They're surrogate parents. They're not his 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 real parents, but surrogate parents count too. And good yeah. gracious. Great parents, those two. Um Keith Mars from Veronica Mars. Awesome fun dad. Not great on like the security of his daughter, but like really fun. <laughs> got a theme and, going. <laughs> uh, and empowering. Like he empowers his daughter to like start her own, you know, detective agency and stuff. Love that. Good dad. Um, great mom, Andy's mom from Toy Story, obviously. Yeah. Great. Um, just really kept her family, her kid together. All those things are great. Mary Roden, Rowan Gardner from Rookie of the Year. Great yeah. parent. Tried so hard to just like give her kid somebody to look up to, super humble, all these things, and taught him the floater pitch. So great, yeah. great parent all around, I think. Okay. And uh final note of a good parent that you guys did not mention. I just watched this movie again recently for uh for Mad About Movies for a VIP episode. The dad from About Time. Oh, the greatest dad maybe in the history of cinema. So um, I, I, I retire. I retire from this <laughs> podcast. Brian wins. Mother yeah, great dad. F. How did I forget? <laughs> I have a freaking, I have a picture of it on my, I'm done. I'm done. I, I ended the podcast. All right, see you, Ty. Bye, yeah. buddy. Good having you. That's going to be Ellen's spot next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. I like I watched that movie recently hadn't watched it in a while I just sat sobbing the whole time um and I was just like god if I could just be this dad like or like half of this dad like oh my gosh and he's not a real person uh great incredible dad um okay just a couple that you guys did mention just because I, I I feel like I want to just touch on like he these are great parents Arthur and Molly Weasley great call love ugh as I get older, I appreciate those characters more. Like we're in the midst of watching those movies for the first time with Coop and knowing what's coming. Like we just finished the fifth movie and knowing what's coming with them in the books and in the movies and stuff is just like, Oh man, this, this is such, they're great parents. They're wonderful people. Love that. Great call there. Eric and Tammy Taylor. Great 
surrogate coach parents. I'm not sure yeah. they're great parents to uh to their their actual daughter, but but they are both incredible parents to all of the other kids that come into yeah. their lives, and that is something that I really love and appreciate. Whoever had um, Dylan Rosemary, A plus. That was a great. That was a great shot. I'm not sure I would have thought of that one. And as soon as I saw that on the list, I was like, oh, that's a really great answer. Um, they rule. They're so much fun. Great combo. Like the chemistry between Tucci and Clarkson too is just so awesome in that movie. Nobody does uh, it like the Tucci. The Tucci man. He he is, he is the, he is the best. Is the Tooch gonna replace someone on our Mount Rushmore? <laughs> he can't <laughs> replace Pablo Sanchez. I think we're at the point where our Mount Rushmore is like fifteen people, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, we we've got Mount Rankmore is way bigger than Mount Rushmore. Sure, sure. There's no rule that says that there can only be four presidential heads. Yeah, you maybe know? we just I mean, add we a could, fifth. Right yeah. next to I mean, Pablo we, Sanchez. We know somebody. We know one president tried recently. So uh, you know, what's what's to stop us? Yeah, let's what's compare to us to that us? guy. That's good. That's the company we want to be. In. I thought that was the point of your newsletter. Um, the 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 Ty, Marmion, stop sending out like, a newsletter. We like I like manifesto more than newsletter, but yeah. Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Marmy and Mr. March. Great, great call there. Uh, love. I, I don't, I'm about to do my, my little women rewatch and, uh, I'm just, it's, it's going to break me. It's a great it's Christmas movie. It is. It absolutely is going to break me. Shouts also there to, uh, to Mr. Lawrence. He's a great dad too. Uh, and ends up being such a kind surrogate father to, to Beth, um, in that. And finally, the one you mentioned, um, uh, my all time favorite, uh, fictional tv movie dad is is alan matthews and amy matthews is an incredible mom as well so um those are i genuinely feel like if you if you just like patterned your parenting off of what you see on boy meets world like you'd turn out to be a pretty good parent and uh and that that seriously has some of the best like on-screen parenting um ever so um great call on all of that to y'all's actual list, um, I don't have a, I really don't have a criticism on the best on the top list. I'm not very familiar with Avatar: The Last Airbender. I mean, I've watched an episode here and there, but I'm not as strong on it as as you guys are. But then that list also has my number one TV dad, Alan Matthews. So how can I, how can I roll against it? Grandpa Joe, good shout. I thought about doing that same bit, and then I saw y'all did it, and I was like, okay, I'm good. We've covered that then. What do you mean, bit? <laughs> he sucks. He's the he's so oh, bad. I, I totally agree. He's we just not a parent. Him, he, well, I guess he is a parent of the mom. He is very No, that's very and that's what we talked yeah, about. Okay. We went it's on like right, his relationship okay. with the mom. I yeah. guess I was just thinking about Charlie, but yeah, okay. Good good call. Never we mind. didn't even I, really I retract my Charlie. bit. Yeah. Uh, I'll walk that back. Frank on Always Sunny is that's Danny DeVito, right? Yeah. Or is that somebody else? Okay. I've never really watched. I've never gotten into that show. Um, Zeus, Zeus is a really funny. That's a good one. Good, good, uh, good. I don't want to say bit because I got shouted out last time. Yeah, but arguably a, fictional. So yeah, maybe. right. Yeah, that's a good shout on that one. Um, for me, I don't really even have a. This is this is not one where I could say here's the reason why this one wins or like this is a bad list. This one is a good list. I think they genuinely. Uh, having given you some of my best and worst like that, that, that are contained within these lists too. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty hard to, uh, to pick the difference here or say this one over that one. I am going to go with, I think I'm going to go with list a as the winner by the slightest of margins. Yes. Let's go, baby. There you go. Was it the tooch? Did the tooch win it for me? Pendergrass was that's like a really great shout. I didn't I hadn't thought of I don't know that I would have thought of that one without Googling like best TV dads or movie dads or parents and whatnot. Um a, Alan and Amy, I think really, Danny, the 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 loss for me is just I'm not very familiar with Avatar. That's on and you. And the only I know, it's it is on me. When I was still like Lindsay watched Glee for a few seasons and I sort of oh, begrudgingly sucks. watched with and I know that that. Bert Hummel is is the Michael Malley character, right? Like yeah. he comes. I know that he comes around in the old. I don't know when I stopped watching it, but in the episodes that I was watching with Lindsay, I was like, "This guy sucks." So <laughs> that's my only impression of him. Even knowing 
I assume, or I understand he he kind of comes around at some point. So also yeah. that show just sucks so hard. It sucks. Yeah, I hate yeah, Glee. It's a bad show. I, I'm not not a big not a big bad fan. show. Good dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. list though. Good list all around. Good. Very strong points on on all of them. Also, Dang. I can't I I can't believe we left out uh, Jamie Tart's dad as one of the worst dads. Oh, oh damn! We're, hey, yeah, we're about like to get to it. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Spoiler alert! We're about to get. To I just it. thought okay, of it. Like, so there's. Good. I should have prepared for this episode, <laughs> but that's just not on put theme that, with this. Put that yeah. on a rankings bumper sticker, dude. <laughs> that is just evergreen here. I should have prepared. I'm this. still like, I don't even feel like I've won. You know, like when your team like wins, but it feels like a loss. <laughs> like I didn't put the dad from about time. Yeah. So yeah, it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, on my worst dad list, should have put Ross Geller from Friends. That guy sucks. He's a terrible dad. That's another, like, Ted Mosby. Like, we can just maybe put yeah. that entire cast on the worst fictional people of all time. I'm not I'm not going to engage you guys in Friends conversation. You know, I hey, listen, I'm not even talking about the show. Although, not, that one episode where Monica puts that turkey don't, on her head is just the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get into all that. I'm just talking about <laughs> Ross Geller as a dad. <laughs> Terrible dad. Yeah. Terrible dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I cut you off in the Jamie Tart thing We because we got an email from a dad. From Ty's dad. Ah. We got an email from Robbie. Um, he, he says hates, uses a lot of expli- explicit words to, to describe <laughs> Jamie Tart's dad. Uh, we'll see. He did mention Jamie Tart's dad. Just spoiler. Uh, he says, uh, hello, guys. Here's my list. Here's hoping I fall somewhere in the continuum closer to the better parents on the list that you all come up with. Oh, and I'm not sure I followed the rules exactly, but it is what it is. Hey, there's no rules for you, Robbie. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> there's no rules for a lot of stuff on this show. <laughs> he says uh, his he he did have an honorable mentions theme, and it's Ted Lasso. Which, if you're gonna break the rules for a Ted Lasso theme, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, worst parent number three is uh, Phoebe's father, Roy's niece. Uh, Phoebe. Oh yeah. I guess he says, he's... where the f was he? Yeah. Good point. I have no idea where that dude. Yeah, was and Roy just show. talks crap about him the whole time too. Yeah, the whole, Which is the awesome. whole show. So, uh, worst parent number two is Paul Welton, Rebecca's father. Even if we forgive the infidelity, he was an emotional deadbeat. We don't forgive the infidelity. No, don't forgive the infidelity. Uh, and worst parent number one, Jamie Tart's dad. He just says for obvious reasons. He doesn't go into any of the expletives that you, that you <laughs> said were coming. It's very different at the uh, McGowan Thanksgiving when he's talks. <laughs> <laughs> but flips the script best parent number three jamie tart's dad oh he says he... okay i realized i just put him on the worst list but those final episodes when they show him in rehab won me over i imagine the best thing an addict can do for their children is to get into recovery hmm. okay Respect. interesting uh best parent number two is higgins i especially love the way they brought the players in and traded them as Great members parent. of their family Gosh. and with that iconic yeah. christmas episode and uh, he has one of my favorite quotes of the whole show i try to love my dad for who he is and forgive him for who he is higgins oof. maybe should have made my list yeah honestly that's a great, that's a great show. i know who's going to be number one i still think i would put higgins i think i put higgins number one yeah higgins probably should have been number one higgins should have been on my actual list i think yeah uh and best parent number one is roy kent Says, no, he wasn't a biological father or even an adoptive parent, but he was an amazing father figure to Phoebe, as long as you're okay with some occasional F bombs. Great pick. Higgins and still who number one, you know, but great right. pick. Yeah. Um, all right, on to his actual list. That was just his honorable mentions theme. His actual list, best and worst parents. He says, I'm only doing three or four of each since my honorable mentions was more involved. Worst parent number four is Walt Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Oof. Yep. Yeah. Tim Riggins' dad was definitely a bad yeah. beat. Yeah, that dude sucked. Uh, worst parent number three is Thanos from the MCU. <laughs> nice. Nice pull, dad. Great call. Who has seen maybe only the Guardians of the Galaxy movies in the Marvel yeah, franchise? He's, he says, what an a-hole to Gamora and Nebula. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, worst parent number two is Frank Gallagher from Shameless. Oh yeah, okay. Says Frank puts the funk in dysfunctional. I I saw season one of Shameless. He's yeah. My dad's going. Great that's comedy, his show right? right now. His show right now is Shameless. To deal with. Yeah, I had to stop it. I may go back. It is a there's there's some stuff that happens in that show. It's like oh my god. Like, it's I not a Danny Wiser show. 
I don't feel good about watching this at all. <laughs> um, and then worst parents number one, the mom and dad from Humble Alone. Yes, he says yeah. I've never seen nor do I plan to see these movies. But what kind of a holes <laughs> leave their kid behind and don't even realize? Thank never you. Never seen them, Robbie. Come That's on, wild. man. He. I don't think he. Classics. I don't. I don't know if he'd like that. Home Alone. I maybe. No. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> That's pretty wild. He's a very so much about ties up. Very crazy. He's a very traditionalist Christmas movie watcher and mm, loves I know what that the means. Hallmark. <laughs> it, like it's this weird. Like he doesn't do the middle ground Christmas movies. He only watches terrible Hallmark movies that are amazing. Or it's a Wonderful Life. <sighs> okay, wild. <laughs> uh, on to his best parents list. Best parent number three is Bert Hummel from Glee. Says at a widow, as a widower, Bert did an amazing job raising Kurt and helping him navigate being a teenager, coming to terms with his sexuality. Great pick, I agree. He likes Glee, uh, which is unfortunate. Oh, so sorry, Robbie. Uh, best parent number two is Mister Rogers. Oh, he says, I know that oh. I know that Fred Rogers was an actual person and father, but Mister Rogers was a fictional character, so I'm not sure if it fits criteria. But to TV viewers across the world, he was a soft-spoken, loving, and gentle father figure. Dang, I think it counts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's a good call. I think it counts as a great pick. Uh, and his best parent number one, he didn't forget. It's the dad from About Time, played by Bill oh, Knight. There we go. He said, "Okay, he may not have been the perfect parent, but it's one of my favorite parent perfect. movies." And he raises his son Tim to be an amazing father. That scene of them on the beach at the end gets me every time. Ugh. Thanks for reading the email, Robbie, the OG McGowan. Robbie nailed it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good one. List. Great list. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks to the the rank, the official dad of the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right anything else before we skedaddle we get out of here is there anyone we missed anyone we we left off i mean there's a billion that we that we missed that's the thing with these lists is there's 12 gajillion fictional parents (laughs) out there if we started we'd never stop yeah that's true so all right brian i know you've got another episode to Mm -hmm. just living that professional podcast life you know it's just (laughs) is it spread the floor or mad about movies Spread the floor, yeah. Talking about how great the Rockets are this year. Uh, you know, you've dropped down to ten or eleven. I don't know. I've I'm still I'm going off people that read Twitter, so I'm going through multiple. You look like a professional basketball team this year. That's that's a major (laughs) improvement. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've looked like that. (laughs) That's right. Your coach did try to fight LeBron the other night, though. Who? That's a. I mean, in that situation, who wouldn't? You know. totally normal and fine not even right. weird right coach that like sh- arguably probably shouldn't even be a coach right. in, the league in the first place you know it's like can you even you know <laughs> you know <laughs> just the who among us silly. lots of us lots of us have not all right let's get out of here thank you f- uh to the rankings huge thank you to brian gill listen to matter about movies listen to spread the floor uh, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at RankingSpod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free. Join our Patreon. It's not. You can find the link to those on our social media bios and our show notes. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then. Mom. 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 Mommy. 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 Mama. <laughs> <laughs>